father's tent There you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows In one shining moment It's all on the line One shining Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. This is Coach Kevin Furtado for episode 261 with Coach George Dukes. Coach George Dukes was born in Augusta, Georgia to George and Linda Dukes. He graduated from the Academy of Richmond County, where he also played basketball. After high school, he received an associate degree at Georgia Military College and then attended Troy University, where he received a Bachelor's of Science degree in Computer Science and a Master's in Business Administration Information Systems. He is currently in ABD status at Walden University, where he's pursuing a doctorate in business administration information systems. He is currently the cybersecurity teacher at Grovetown High School. Coach Dukes is entering his third year as head girls coach of the Grovetown Lady Warriors. Coach Dukes started coaching with his dad, George Dukes Jr., after high school graduation and has been in the gym ever since. He trained and coaches two younger brothers, Kenny and Kevin Dukes, to collegiate careers. Coach Dukes coached with the Georgia Stings AAU basketball organization for 10 years. Coach Dukes and his staff, Ryan Holmes, Kenny Dukes, Lonnie McCalley, James Hardaway, and a few other volunteer coaches over the years, piled up over 300 wins, which included 2017 Nike Tournament of Champions, 2016 Peach State Brandon Clay Exposure Championship, 2014 USBA National Championship, 2018 Run for the Roses Platinum Championship runner-up, which led to his team be contacted by a couple of Nike EYBL teams to play in preparation of their EYBL Nike Nationals. Coach Dukes ran the Episcopal Day School Boys and Girls Basketball Program from 2013 to 15, winning one title and appearing in three other finals. Following his tenure at EDS, Coach Dukes was an assistant girls varsity coach at Augusta Prep Day School for two seasons before becoming the head boys varsity coach the following season. George is married to Yesenia Dukes. They are proud parents of Acacia Blue, Cameron Dukes, Chloe Mays, Chauncey Dukes, Taylor Mays, and Kristen Dukes. Coaches, let's welcome Coach George Dukes. He's the head girls basketball coach at Grovetown High School. Coaches, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. Coach Kevin Furtado back for episode 261. And uh, we're so excited to have Coach George Dukes. He's the head girls coach at Grovetown High School in Augusta, Georgia, one of my favorite places, Augusta, Georgia. Um, absolute tremendous coach, doing a great job, uh, continuing to build a great program out there in Grovetown. Coach, welcome to our podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we spoke to your boys coach a, well, a long time ago, Darren, Darren Douglas, uh, who's also rebuilding. He rebuilt your boys program pretty much, Coach, doing a great job. Um, yeah, he is. So they got two great coaches there running the, running the helm at uh, Grovetown. Hey, kind of talk about your 
your past history and so forth. Where did you grow up and how you got into coaching? Uh, I grew up here in Augusta, Georgia, a uh, graduate from Richmond, County, or Richmond Academy, 1994. Um, I got into coaching. My dad was a coach, and uh, I kind of followed his footsteps. Uh, he coached my two younger brothers, and I'm the oldest brother, so I got to sit on the bench with him for, you know, for a couple of years. Sure. And, uh, you know, we have, we have, we, we're a competitive family. And uh, when he could not play anymore, I could see the competitive drive in coaching. So I kind of picked that up. Um, after that, I started coaching uh, Coach Rick, uh, Richmond, Columbia County, uh, then moved over to uh, Travel Ball AU. I coached for the Georgia Sting for 10 seasons, 10 years, uh, along at EDS, uh, Episcopal Day School. Uh, I, was the, I ran the boys and girls program at uh, EDS and then moved over to Augusta Prep where I started uh, assisting the girls program and then took over the boys program and, and now I'm here at Grove Town. Yeah, I remember, I know EDS very well. Matter of fact, my first year, we kind of built that program with all these EDS studs. We, oh, we wow. had some great girls come over there, man. So uh, <laughs> we can have a whole podcast on that. But um, yeah. uh, what's the, um, really, I mean, that that's a tough transition going from private to a big public school with a great tradition at Grovetown. Now, what was your plan for that? Well, I was able to pick uh, Coach Eccles' uh, brain. You know, since I worked at the school already, you know, I would talk to him after games, uh, you know, call him, and, and we would meet up in the teacher's lounge. And, and he, you know, I knew he had a great thing going over here. Um, you know, it shocked us all that he left. and. You know, we just tried to build on for what he started. And uh, and we've been trying to, you know, carry it on. Yeah, for sure. And let's talk about, hey, Coach, let's talk about what you're doing, your philosophy of your program. We always talk about culture, right? We always talk about, you know, what's the culture of your program. Um, you're doing, I, I really kind of watch what you're doing actually in your workouts. So you have bands and so forth that you're giving to your, your girls are earning um, in the off season, kind of talk about the culture of your program. Right. Uh, you know, off season workouts in the past has been just one of those things. You just show up every once in a while. And, uh, we know that we can't to achieve our goal that that's not, we can't have that. So we decided to coach Holmes, coach Ryan Holmes, uh, JV coach, assistant coach came up with a great idea to, uh, start incorporating bands. Uh, the first band did say, matter of fact, I have one on, if you can see it. Nice. Uh, uh, the first band is a red band that you obtain if you if you come to 20 workouts. Mm -hmm. After that, we have an eight-minute mile uh, requirement. If you meet that requirement, you get the second blue band. And then if you make the team, there's a third band uh, that you the girls would, would get. And that's to change the culture. Like we we know that we need the off season is very important. Uh, we were fortunate enough to have Coach Green from Augusta University come to to tell the girls and and the young ladies how important it is for an off season to to you know be there and work out and go hard because you know we we try to put our system together. We try to get in condition because you know when the season starts you don't have much time. Right. You have two weeks two and a half weeks and then you're you know you're in the games 
So we try to stress the importance of uh, preseason workouts. Yeah, I love that. If you what 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 one word would describe your program on that? I mean, uh, describe your culture. Uh, do you have anything, any concepts that you guys really believe in? Uh, almost your non-negotiables. Defense. Defense. If you uh, if you don't want to play defense, it's going to be hard to play at Globe Town. Um, and a lot of times, you know, uh, kids are coming from. Uh, programs where they didn't defense was not a focus here it is and uh we know how far a good a great defensive team can get you and and that's when we come in the door that's our focus being able to play defense uh defend pressure full court all game and uh so that's why it's important for our preseason workouts you know you got to be in shape and in shape. um you got to stay in the stands you got to stay in the stands for a long time so we, we work on that every day. Yeah, I love that. Of course, you guys are the Warriors too, and we're the Warriors as well on that. Yeah. Um, you're right. I love what you're doing because I think you have to give incentive packages for girls particular on that. If you just say, just show up, I, I don't think kids these days will respond. I love what you're doing there. We have what we call a Warrior Challenge where we have eight conditioning stations and a pacer run. Okay. Uh, that's really tough to do. And we, have, we give them awards for achievement um it, it's just different nowadays right yeah. you gotta you gotta have incentives for kids to work out <laughs> unfortunately that's what you have to do and um but they they've taken to it and uh they're you know i have a very competitive bunch and um and we're looking to have a, a good great season this year what are your goals this season coach you guys had a great year last year as far as i know uh, well, maybe you would probably say good. A great is winning. <laughs> uh, but what are your what are your goals for this year? Uh, realistically, you know, we we're here to win it all. Um, and uh, anything less, you know, of course, you, at the end of the year, you don't want to get on that bus home uh, on that last game. So I, I have to drill in the in the girls' head that the reason why we work so hard. Is because that la that last game of the year, we want to be celebrating, sure, and and you know, on top. And so, our goal—that's our goal—and uh, we we made it to the Elite Eight last year, uh, first time in school history, and uh, we just feel like more hard work, uh, more preparation, we could go even farther than that. And um, and I know the feeling because I was we were undefeated last year at Lake Oconee Academy, lost in the Elite Eight. Um, I mean, what? And I and I kind of figured out, you know, you learn by your losing, right, George? Right. right. Um, what did you guys learn from last year to kind of get you over the hump? Well, we played against a great team, River Ridge. Uh, they had shooters all over the place. Uh, <laughs> very well coached, um, and we knew where we we were going to be in the battle. Uh, defensively, we just we broke down, and uh, they they knocked down shots. Uh, so we felt like you know we uh, we needed to increase our work harder this year. Uh, we go down that road again that we can maintain our pressure uh, defensively. You know, going into a school like River Ridge, I mean they they're fundamentally sound. So you know we came in this year like okay we need to be a little bit more fundamentally sound defensively, individually, 
team defense is, you know, it's okay, but, uh, you know, we just, we just broke down every player preseason and we're working to get better uh, to go even farther than last year. All right, break down your defense for us on that. I, I'm looking at it. Are you a pressure, uh, full court man-to-man, made or misses, constantly ball pressure? Talk about your, kind of explain, teach us your system. Yes, uh, we, we run, run a hybrid type run and jump uh, defense. Uh, and we also run a diamond defense. Uh, Coach Holmes and I flew to Virginia when Shaka Smart was at VCU. Nice. We kind of picked up his diamond defense. Broke it down, and we've been running it everywhere we've been. Uh, this year, the last few years, we've been running the run and jump, full court, off off misses, um, and that's always hard to get them in position. Right. But uh, off misses, we we're we're all up aggressive uh, all game, and uh, you know we we learn from if we start off soft, it's hard to recover. Uh, you know, in the years previous we might start off in a two three or or one two two and then when it's time to go to be an being aggressive we always found that it's hard so um we figured we'll start out that way this year and never and won't turn back so uh, we getting buy-in from the girls they like to play that type that type of style up tempo pressure and you know i've i, I find myself getting away from that some at some points because some, you know, after some games you get discouraged, but this year our coaching staff is like, hey, this is it. This is what we're doing. And so we're buying into that, uh, that style. Hey, don't you feel, because I, I, I'm a pressing coach too, and we're teaching a new system here with our girls. I look at ball pressure. We call it hand on ball. We want to get into the offensive player without fouling. Right. It sounds easy, man, but you got to constantly work on kids on that footwork Yes. on that hands out pressuring the ball it sounds easy but hard to do right George? right uh we work on angles so you know we have you know we have players who haven't really been pushed defensively so yes we we, we teach hands out a uh, take the proper angles pop back if you have to you know measure your offensive player uh every day we try to match up a a slower defensive player with a faster offensive player so mm-hmm. they can work on just the proper angles, uh, cutting them off. And we work on turns every every day. Right. We try to get turns, 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 turns. And, I, you know, I think we're moving in the right direction And that. Hey, what about, like, last year you said you felt like it broke down. Let's say, let's talk about River Ridge. It, yeah. Did your pressure break down? I know good teams are going to have, you know, four or five good ball handlers. Right. Was it your half court or your full court? Talk about that a little bit that, that you learned from. It was our full court, and it was on me. Uh, you know, sometimes you get caught up in, in the game flow and where we should have been pressuring up 94 feet or 84 feet, whatever you call it. We would back off, end up being uh, three-quarter court, and we just didn't apply the pressure all game like we had been. And, um, and I take the blame for that because we – you know, I was, you know, the game was flowing, you know, we, we got to stop, we get a stop here, stop there, have court, but it, it wasn't until we were down like 18 or, or maybe 20, and then I called a timeout and was like, look, we need to, we need, we need to go back to Grove Town basketball. We went to Grove, we, we went back that way and, and got a few turnovers, cut it down to eight, 
uh, within like maybe three minutes. And they, they just hit some big shots after that. And I, and I felt like full court, it just, it just broke down. Yes, and they had like three or four ball handlers. Um, I think they had a region player of the year on their, on their team as well. So we just have to, we came into this year like being able to have more girls defending on ball. Right, right. Yeah, and just, hey, just, it's, it's funny how sometimes as coaches, I, it sounded familiar because I, I know last year that we played Clinch County, who had a really good team there in the finals. We were pressuring them at the beginning and then Coach Furtado took the press off. You know, and they they got comfortable, and uh, I felt like you know, and then we went back to it almost like your situation. But you know what? We made a comeback, but it was too late. I think consistency, staying with what you're good at, in crunch time, right? Right. Uh, my dad is still my number one critic. Uh, he told like, two years ago we lost to Douglas County in the Sweet Sixteen, and he was at the game, and I took the press off. And I heard it all off season. You, I don't know why you did that. You should have pressed, you should have pressed. You should have kept it going, you know. So, uh, you know, again, this year I heard the same thing. So I, I, we we just have to make sure that we we feel we are the best we can be at, at the pressure all game. And our thing is getting every girl or every player where we're comfortable with them. Uh, no matter who they're guarding. And, and you know for yourself, you're a pressing coach, that could be a challenge, but it's a non-negotiable for us. Sure. Yeah, I totally, you gotta be totally committed to that. It starts with us, right, George? Right. Uh, so we, we as coaches make mistakes and sometimes uh, we, we're not as vulnerable as we need to be. I think what, what you guys are doing, yeah, you admitted, hey, this is what we didn't do good. Hey, let's get better. And that's gonna really help your program out. So. I'm expecting big things from Grovetown, man. G-Town. That, that's the plan. Uh, we, the, the girls, <laughs> they've been putting in work. And our coaches have been, uh, you know, they, we've, we've been here working. So hopefully that, you know, that's where, 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 that's where we'll be. We want to be playing in March. So That's right. And, and George, 6A is tough because at my clinic that I run, I had, um, you know, our the West Side, the, obviously the West Side coach was um, – Westlake coach was there and Gene <laughs> yeah. Jordan and Buford. Yeah. Um, I mean, every, those are the top two teams, right? I, mean, I know there's yeah. other good teams, but. Yeah, there's Carrollton, there's there's uh, Lovejoy, there's Buford. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it, I tell the girls, this, you know, like if you look across the board, it's very tough. Um, it's tough. Yeah. You know, especially in that Atlanta area, you know, we, we really have to, our system has to be jam tight offensively, uh, defensively. And we have to we have to believe in each other and work hard because you know those teams are doing that. The great yeah. Buford's they they're in there every year, you know. So that's where we're 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 trying to get to. Yeah, six eight. That that's tough, man. Um, you and who knows? Pardon. Yeah. You have some tough ones on your side too. Oh, no doubt, man. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey. But of course, my situation is different than yours. We're you already have, we're, we're trying to build a foundation here. Uh, we got, of course, in our region, we got Greenbrier, which I'm hoping you provide me some information for. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Loganville. So those are the top two. Those are top two great traditions. Um, and we're just trying to get better. That's why we're doing our feeder program, all that kind of stuff. So um, it's and about love, the process. 
I love what you're doing. I with your feeder, I love it. Uh, yeah, it, 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 I love it. You know, you have some really good concepts, and I know we've stole a couple of things from you. <laughs> At Dr. Dish Basketball, we're creating basketball shooting machines that accelerate player performance. With features like on-demand workouts, multiplayer stat tracking, and instant analytics, Dr. Dish Basketball is the number one source for basketball training. Whether you're training in your driveway, running a practice, or developing a workout program, we have the most innovative training solutions to help your players practice like they play. And just for listening to this podcast, you qualify for an exclusive discount. Just mention Championship Vision Podcast to your sales rep when you call in. For more information, visit drdishbasketball.com or call 952-873-2633. Again, that number is 952-873-2633. And remember, be better every day. Dr. Dish Basketball's Virtual Camp 2.0 is now live. Our camp features drills and workouts from pro players, coaches, and trainers like Byron Scott, Quincy Pondexter, and four-time WNBA champ Lindsey Whalen. And though we're known for our shooting machines, the camp also features ball handling, agility, and conditioning drills to help athletes of all ages round out their game. A shooting machine is not required for this camp, but if you own or have access to a Dr. Dish CT or Dr. Dish home, you can follow along with our pre-built program and track your progress and your stats. Sign up today to gain access to the Virtual Camp 2.0 feature drills and workouts by visiting drdishbasketball.com slash virtualcamp2021. That's drdishbasketball.com slash virtual dash camp dash 2021. But I love what you're doing with your program. Yeah, I appreciate that, George. Talk about, um, let's let's go right into that because your, your next topic is fundamentals. You told me, hey, we're... Hey, we're all about fundamentals. How do you get your feeder program? That's the hard thing to do. How do you get your eighth grade, your seventh grade, your sixth grade into the fundamentals that you want to teach? Well, coach, this is the first year that, so I, re, I start reaching out to the middle school coaches. I, I guess I was a year behind. Um, and that's part of the learning process on my, on my behalf that I needed to, to go to the elementary and middle school. I know that they, when they, in the summertime, we invited them. Um, to come and it's just they they watch the older girls and and you know we get them to help them with our fundamentals which you know we run a dribble drive offense so it's you know the drills are fundamentally uh, based and and I think you know if we could catch those girls early similar to what you're doing uh, the program can be just so much better uh, long term. And so uh, we we get those girls in, and we have them work with the older girls, and and uh, we try to get them started. Yeah, it's hard work. It spends it's a sacrifice of time. Yeah, it's very tough. As, as you know, you got to spend a lot of time doing that. Um, I know this. It's um, you got to you got to you got to be hands on, right, George? You can't rely on the you can't rely on the rec programs no. to develop players because I don't think they're about player development. What's your opinion on that? Yeah. Um, especially on the defensive side. I mean, it's, right. it's, yeah, it's pretty much like you have to do it yourself and have someone on, on board on, and, you know, that you can disperse down to, uh, to that level. And what I've done, I've asked some of my old AU players, that I coached in the past to help us with that. Um, like we started a, a uh, AAU type program. Like we want all the girls that's feeding in the growth town to play on this team. Have one of my AAU coaches is gonna um, 
for the coach that uh, kind of started it last year with the with an older group, but this year uh, some of my old AAU players are going to take the elementary and middle, sure. and uh, kind of start it that way because yes, it is very very difficult. Um, and a lot of times the, the red coaches are like parent coaches, and and they I know here uh, I'm still on the email, and they, it is hard for them to get coaches to come out to volunteer. Right, and so so they end up getting a, a, a you know no disrespect to parents because I'm a, I was a parent coach and I still am, uh, but you know that's not what they signed up for. They're doing it to make sure the kids play, and so they don't have the time to put in as if it were somebody that was dedicated uh, to do that. And so which when by the time we get them in high school, middle school, it's almost like you know reinventing the wheel. And so, like me personally, like coaches like yourself and, and Durden, I try to, we try to get better at, at grabbing those girls that young. Because, you know, we don't want drop offs, you know, as coaches, we don't want any drop offs. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah that's what it takes, man. You got to get them, heck, you got really have to get them in the kindergarten. Um, and, and that's through camps. And, and I know you run up your camps and so forth and try to connect with all those kids. Hey, talk about what are some key fundamentals? If you had to pick two to three key fundamentals, whether that's shooting technique, whether that's defensive footwork, whether that's rebounding, what's your key fundamentals you teach in your program? Uh, triple threat. Uh, uh, we start we start out triple threat, pivoting, reverse pivoting, um, defensively getting an athletic stance, um, hands out. But yeah, offensively, you know, we we in triple threat. Uh, we work on footwork every day, straight line drives. We work on straight line drives every day, um, and you know, and other things as well. Different type of rips, jabs, steps, and you know, just try to get them as uh, if they had to go one on one. We want to make sure that they can finish. We work on jump stops uh, and just different type moves, floaters. And, and, you know, we work on post work, footwork, uh, face ups, uh, counter moves. You know, we try to cover it all. We try to hit skills development. Well, we do hit skills development every practice. Right. Uh, you know, if it's not an hour, it's an hour and some change. Um, and, you know, we pretty much have a package of drills that kind of include a little bit of that in there. And, um, and we try to do that every day. Hey, let's steal some drills from Grovetown here. If you have, if you have a diagram board, coach, that'd be great. If not, I totally get it. Uh, but if you have, you know, tell us about your top one or two drills that you guys do a lot of. Can you can you do that for us? Yeah, we have a drill uh, that we stole from uh, uh, Vance Wahlberg, which is the creator of the dribble drive. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called Blood, and uh, we do that every day. Where uh, the offensive players taking the defensive player one-on-one, -on -one, getting into the elbow or the drop zone to start the offense. And then from there, it's it's read and react. We're reading uh, the defenders, reading the offensive players. We do that every day. Uh, we have a series of shooting drills that we do every day. Um, we have a, a run and jump drill we call Texas that we, uh, we do every day as well. Once the uh, offensive player makes a basket, we lock on, uh, we deny, we call it black, uh, and we do that 
uh, one, two on two, three on three, four on four. And then we lead into our scrimmages that leads into our scrimmages that has everything in it. And that's yeah, what do you have? Absolutely. I, I love those drills. And I, um, do you believe, I, I think a lot of coaches get stuck like, okay, how much technique do I teach? Uh, my opinion is this, just from my experiences, you can technique all you want, but when you get to the game, man, you can have kids in your face. You better be able to compete. I think technique is important, but I think it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit overrated somewhat because you better be able to compete and get to that spot quick. Yes, I agree. Uh, and so, yeah, that's so part of our package every 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 day is uh, it's live. Uh, yes, you know, we'll we go live with uh, all of our we'll try to we'll do a lot of three, three on three, two on two. Um, have court and we and if we worked on something that particular day, we want to see it in a three v three, and where it where it could be triple threading or ripping and, and all that stuff. We like to see it, and we actually give them points for everything that we've we've taught that day leading up to the uh, scrimmage. So if we if we work on something that day, you know we have a practice plan three days out. Uh, mm -hmm. And they and they achieve that, then we give them points. That at the end of, you know, we might go red against yellow, uh, red against blue, whatever whatever team has the most points for what we taught that day, the other one, the other team has to run, and they win. They win for that day. Yeah, that's great. Hey, what's your opinion on like objective data? I I like numbers because I how do I evaluate my players? is everything has numbers. So you're gonna be graded on everything. It's a lot of work, but when you're talking to kids about playing time, it's like, well, you know what? You got 16 points and she has um, 25 based on our system, that our grading system. Do you like to grade your players a lot um, on different parts of the game? We do, uh, like we do a daily, we do three shooting drills every day. Um, and I was a coach that, We'll look at a player. Oh, you're our best shooter. Now, now you know after being schooled a few times, <laughs> now we don't do that anymore. So we have right. charts out where, hey, you were 15 for 25 today, uh, and when we tally it up for the week, hey, you get that game winning shot. That I mean, you're you're our best shooter. I mean, and it and the drills are game speed, so it's not just like this. They're sitting stationary. Uh, we, you know, everything we do, we, we try to do at game speed and are better. Uh, so, yeah, we, we started doing that last season and it's been working out. You know? That's great. Yeah, for sure, coach. And that, um, how do you evaluate? Uh, we all talk about we want kids that are tougher. We want kids that have the intangibles like they communicate uh, better. They're all, I mean, they're always, you know, always coaching up their teammates. Um those are intangibles we really believe in. We try to we try to grade that every day in practice. How, let's say if you're a defensive program, how do you get your kids to really communicate? Oh uh, well, last year they were on the line a lot for communication. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they're on the line. Uh, That's right. And eventually, you start to you 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 fight it, you fight it, then you break, and then you buy in. Right. So uh, this year we, you know, we don't want to waste time on the line. You know, we won't, we, you know, we've been uh, working on just myself. I had to evaluate myself with just, you know, communication and, 
and um, educating myself on how to educate them with communication. And so this year we're going to do it a little different. We're going to take a different approach where we do have leaders that go in and and um, and communicate. And one thing that we started preseason is that a lot of our seniors are are that way, and they like adopted a freshman or adopted a player, and they kind of the coach without without being a coach. And so in practice we won't have those days where we're on the line, you know, half a practice. So it's, that's been working out preseason. Uh, with our conditioning, and I, I think we're gonna keep doing that uh, moving forward. Yeah, I love that. I think uh, you know it's interesting you said that. You're very introspective. That um, God, if we just, I mean, I, sometimes as coaches we get frustrated and we just put them on the line. I know with me, a lot of times I didn't teach them. I mean, I didn't teach them the way. And then I think we have to look at that saying, hey, you know what? I need to teach them better. Um, there's a fine line there, right, George? I mean, right, between right. them not showing effort and us not teaching. Right. No, you're exactly right. And I, you know, we looked at how much time we wasted um, putting them on a the line mid last season. And, uh, and so that was one of the reasons why we wanted another way. Uh, for a give you an example, um, if, a, if a girl catches the ball off a banana curl, it doesn't turn and face instead of putting them on the line. Because in the past, they would go on the line for that. We, right. they would, they'd go on the side and just turn and face all the way down the floor. I love, uh, that. I love that. And, you know, and, and we do that with different aspects of the game. Uh, if you're not, uh, we do like a back tap drill. If you don't get the back tap, you run to the side and you, you work on your back taps. And, and then when you once you feel like you're ready to get back or once we tell you to get back in the drill, you get back in the drill. And so we have coaches on the side, you know, that uh, are doing a good job talking to, telling them what they're doing wrong and and uh, we can keep moving forward because, you know, we don't have much time. Yeah, plus they yeah. get those extra reps. They get the extra reps as well. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah, they, they just need those extra reps and that technique. Um, yeah, I love that. We, we do for Miss Labs, uh, we'll have them do mic and drills on okay, the side awesome. and so forth. And, and for one step layups, because a lot of times uh, us as coaches haven't done enough layups because we all know, George, right, that Miss Labs at girls basketball is the number one problem. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing I didn't tell you about River Ridge. We probably had eight in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah, going back to River Ridge really quick, and I know I, you don't want to remember that, but I think it's important. <laughs> um, I know in our loss, man, coach, we missed. We were playing on the road, whatever, on that. I don't know how an undefeated team plays on the road, but that, that's another thing. But, um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, Georgia high school rules, whatever. Um, but we missed so many layups, coach. We lost the game based on missing. Not, I mean, we, we missed a lot of layups. What can we do as coaches? What do you do to – Work on finishing every day. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because that's one thing that I noticed River Ridge did well. Um, and that's one of those things that I blamed on myself because River Ridge got in the paint. They finished their layups. We didn't. So uh, we started this offseason going back to the basic layup, keep the ball on one side, no rocking type uh, drills. And, you know, and we started to incorporate different finishing moves because you know different players like different they're comfortable with different moves so we just put in a series of finishing moves and uh, the type of layups that we're looking for and protecting the ball more going getting in the paint and 
just uh, using like a, a tennis racket or something to give them angles to take that layup. Sure. Uh, we started that early because actually the last two years, Coach, that's hurt us. It hurt us two years ago against uh, Douglas County. We we missed about probably total 15 layups. I mean, yes, they were contested, but not enough to miss the layups. Right. So we work on power jump stops, you know, just different types of layups um, that that they can do. Both sides. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be a better finishing team this year. I think you will. I think you're putting an emphasis on it. Um, sometimes we got to go through the pain, right, before we get the game, right? <laughs> I right. mean, we got to right. um, – and you're right, though. I, I think I think layups are, are definitely the key for girls' basketball. Now, of course, we shoot a lot of threes and all that, but uh, I think layups, man, you got to really put the time in, man, to get – and I yeah. love what you guys are doing. Yeah, I, we love what you're doing, too. I mean, uh, I think we, we both – I felt the same pain last year, losing the Elite Eight. So. <laughs> and maybe we can pick up a game next year and so forth. You guys get an easy win against uh, against uh, hey, the Groves, the Battle of the Groves, man. <laughs> All the Grove, Grove Town. <laughs> well, it's going to be, you know, this is going to be a test for us because we lose we lose six seniors this year. So oh, six man. valuable. Yeah, this is the first for me. You know, you losing this many seniors. That's been a great group of young women for us. And uh, yeah. You know, the, the, the juniors are, are you know, they have to step up next year. We have a nice uh, uh, sophomore freshman class that, that are coming up. So uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, so if you want to, we can get a game, you know. That'd be great, yeah. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I know our boys program's um, pretty good, too. Will's done a really nice job out here. It'd be nice to kind of play boys and girls. Uh, maybe we can set that up. Uh, and so forth. Now the pressure's on because we're staying in online now. We got to do it now. Now we call it the Battle of the Groves, man. Battle we, of the Groves. Yeah, we, we have to run up our boys' coaches to see if we, I think we should be good, though. Coach, <laughs> Coach Douglas speaks highly of you. Yeah, yeah. He did a great job at Aquinas. And I know, I mean, he came right in and made a difference. Hey, what have you learned? Really, I know you got to go, but what have you learned from Coach Douglas on the boys' side that you carried over maybe to the girls' side? Well, he he's uh he came in and uh those you know for boys I coached boys before, and to get those guys to buy in, to to just playing unselfish, has uh, been one thing that that you know that I picked up. I mean, you know if, if you've coached boys basketball, uh, it's is you know it can be very selfish at times, and he's come in uh, and those guys move the ball really well, and um, they play very unselfish. And um, and I and I like it. And I told him when we first started, I like I like how those guys pull the ball, you know. And he they do a good job. They do a good job. He, he he's done really well with them. Yeah, very disciplined and uh, mm -hmm. you know very structured. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he's a great coach. Uh, I learned a lot from him watching his teams at Aquinas. Man, his teams were always so well schooled. Yeah. Um, hey, coach, before you go, talk about a key thing. You have six seniors. Okay. It's a strength and also can it be a, an issue when you have so many seniors and so forth? What's your strategy working with got a large group of seniors? Most of us don't have that. Um, well, you know, we, they, we just got to work. Uh, you know, right now, you know, we're asking them to help us in the future. Like, uh, 
be that good role model, be that good senior that, that these girls are going to miss. You want all six of you want these girls are here to miss you next year. Of course, we are already going to miss you, but uh, we want, you know, we want you to pass on what we've uh, worked on for the last, would be the last three seasons. And so, uh, you know, and, and all six of them are getting looks. Uh, four of them have offers already. Wow. And so, uh, and two of them are pretty soon about to get offers. So uh, I, I think with the, the young uh, underclassmen seeing that, they know that that if they want to play at the next level, there's an opportunity. And uh, and our seniors are doing a great job just, just actually leading the way uh, for us, helping us out, being the coach with, you know, without being a coach. Uh, so hopefully it'll carry on for the next seasons and the seasons to pass. So. Well, it sounds like it is, Coach, on that. And I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what you guys do. October 25th, it all begins, Coach. Are you ready? It does. We, I can't wait. So we can finally touch the balls. I mean, yeah, let, exactly. <laughs> Let's stop the preseason workout. Let's get right into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what you guys to do, Coach. I, you're doing a great job. I'm telling you, I, I you know, I, I've been checking you out and um, saw like some of your stuff on your website, and man, awesome. Yeah, I appreciate awesome. that, Coach. Yeah, hey, we're actually coming out. Well, we got to come down and play Greenbrier. Maybe uh, you guys are probably playing on that date. Um, hey, we're hoping to keep it within 30, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know Greenbrier has some studs, though. They yeah, won it last year. I mean, yeah, they're, 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 they're a powerful team. Uh, they're, yeah. they're very tough, good coach, great guys. Uh, you know, I, I know Morningstar well and uh, uh, Coach Marshall well. They, they're, they're a good team. Yeah, Ryan's done a great job over there. Coming over from Evans, did a great yeah. job. Uh, yeah. So, um, but, hey, hey, tell Ryan, hey, tell Ryan, man, we're, hey, we don't have a chance. Kind of build him up. Give him some confidence. On <laughs> he doesn't need it, though, but um, – <laughs> But, uh, Coach, I really appreciate you sharing with me, man. You're doing some great stuff, man. We're, I know you're going to have a fabulous year. I think you're going to get over the hump this year and uh, move forward uh, to the next round. Hey, Coach, is, is there anything you want to share with us at the end and how people can get a hold of you or any any final comments? Yes. Uh, uh, my email, if you want to contact me, my email address is gdukes at ccboe.net. Uh, you can actually go to the Grovetown uh, website and follow the link to uh, girls basketball. Our Twitter handle is GrovetownGBB. Um, contact me anytime. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm available. And if you have any questions, I'm here. Coach, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. It's always, it's always fun talking to another Grove, man. The Grove. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit, it's been an honor. I appreciate you inviting me on, Coach. All right, Coach. Thank you for sharing, man. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Coaches, I'd like to welcome our new Championship Vision podcast sponsor, Huddle Assist. The best basketball coaches are relying on data more than ever. That's why coaches love Huddle Assist. With Assist, you get full game breakdowns, including complete team and player stats in less than 24 hours. Your stats are ready when you need them. And assists is more than just the box score. Use interactive reports like shot charts and advanced stance like lineup data, VPS, and of course, effective field goal percentage to coach smarter. Plus, assist brings your stats to life. 
Every stat is marked on the video at the moment it happened. See every shot, turnover, rebound, and much more with just a few clicks. Want to see how Huddle Assist is elevating basketball? Visit huddle.com slash assist. That's huddle.com slash assist to learn more. Huddle will also be at the Legends at the Grove Clinic on September 12th at Walnut Grove High School in Loganville, Georgia. Come stop by our table to chat and see what we have to offer. Hi, this is Matt from Court Cart. The Court Cart is a great way to store your basketballs and is handy at practice. You can lock up 24 men's or 30 women's basketballs with our zippered top. The cart is sturdy and easy to go around the court. The cart is $2.69 with free shipping. The court board is a whiteboard that attaches to the cart so you can draw plays up on the court. The Court Cart court board package is $5.28 with free shipping. You can find out more information on courtcart.com. This is Mike May, creator and owner of Practice Planner Live Software. I'm excited about partnering with Kevin Furtado and Championship Vision Podcasts. We share a common passion of helping basketball coaches be more effective in their profession. With over 26 years of basketball coaching experience, I created Practice Planner Live with the purpose of saving coaches valuable time in creating efficient and effective practice plans. John Wooden once said, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Practice Planner Live can take your practice planning to a whole nother level with tools and functionality that will maximize your team's ability to reach their potential. Hi, this is Kurt Gilsdorf of Clackamas Community College Women's Basketball, formerly Oregon City High School Girls Basketball. And as a veteran coach, I'm always looking for new ideas, new things to listen to, somewhere I can improve my coaching. And I've discovered the Championship Vision podcast from Kevin Furtado, and it has become my number one go-to podcast each and every week. Kevin brings in guests that provide a unique perspective, whether it's on X's and O's, philosophy, drill work, whatever it might be. Uh, he's going to get something out there that's going to help me as a coach get better. And I think that's what we should all be doing as coaches is helping each other get better. Uh, Kevin himself is, is always hungry to learn. You can sense that in his podcast. And so, again, I can't recommend it highly enough. Championship Vision Podcast, Kevin Furtado. Keep up the great work. 